0: All right, let's talk about the ghost at Octagon Hall. And if you haven't listened to the first part of this about the history of the hall, I recommend going back and doing so because it's gonna give you some context as to who these spirits are that I'm gonna talk about now. So the man I spoke to at the hall, his name was Bear. He said that he believed there were over 200 different spirits still roaming around inside and even more outside around the property. And these spirits go back even before the Civil War because this was a busy Native American site. They found lots of jewelry in the area, tools. They believe the hall itself is probably the site of an Indian burial ground. And they've got lots of artifacts on display at the museum. So really it starts there, back that far in history. And then... They believe that some of the spirits are the children that died there, from sickness and accidents like we talked about in part one, the young child falling down the stairs, the little girl whose dress caught fire and she died seven days later. And then, of course, you've got the probably hundreds of soldiers that died on the property and in the house. Because remember, that basement was being used for triage, and a lot of gruesome stuff went down in there. So, people have done EVPs at Octagon Hall, and they've asked the spirits, Is the water safe to drink? And the answer they get is no. And if you ask them where it's safe to drink, they'll respond, "Creek." And so the people who've listened to this think that this is probably because of all of the typhoid that they were dealing with back then, or that incident where the Union soldiers purposefully contaminated the water supply. Pretty interesting. So a lot of ghost hunting has taken place at Octagon Hall. I mean, a lot. I'll just quote the pamphlet here. Quote, Octagon Hall is regarded as one of the most haunted places in the South, It has been featured on A&E, Travel Channel, Sci-Fi, History Channel, and others. The Octagon Hall Museum has been visited by over 500 different paranormal teams. Many of the ghosts surrounding the property are associated with the Caldwell family, slaves, Confederate, and Union soldiers. So, a little bit more about that little girl that burned, Uh, her dress caught fire. That was Mary Elizabeth. And many people have reported hearing sounds that they believe are her spirit. They've heard what sounds like a little girl about her age crying in the house. And she, I mean, she's been heard, but she's also been seen and felt. One woman said that she felt a gentle little grab on her arm that kind of held on for a minute. And the witness said, you know, it definitely felt like a little girl holding to my arm. And multiple people have reported touches from invisible hands. Other people have heard voices at night, um, male voices with deep southern drawls, so they think those are probably voices of soldiers. People have witnessed several apparitions and shadow figures. One of the ghost hunters, Bruce Tango, who I think is from the sci-fi channel, He said that his first time there, he saw a shadow figure before he even got inside the building. Um, Also, lights just appear in places in the house, like, for example, above a candelabra that doesn't have a candle. Um, They've done other EVP stuff. Someone else asked, uh, did they take good care of you here? And they got the response, yes. Yes. And then another recording has picked up what sounded like a little girl screaming for her mother. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. And in an article from 2013, Octagon Hall is described as their playground. Okay, so this group has spent a lot of time in this place trying to communicate with the spirits. And during one of their sessions, some of them gathered in the dining room, and they started calling out soldiers by name, I guess who they had record of being there at some point. And on multiple occasions, the lights on the K2 meters, they had you know, set out on the dining room table would flicker. So for those of you who aren't super into this stuff, I'll mention that a K2 meter is an EMF device, electromagnetic field meter. Uh, We used them when I did the overnight at Waverly, I think, which I hope I get to do again the whole night this time because I had to leave early last time. Um, But the way GhostShop.com explains it is, quote, these devices are used to detect and measure any potential electromagnetic anomalies that may take place during a paranormal investigation. EMFs are thought to be affected by potential energy produced by spirits, ghosts, and other paranormal phenomena. Moreover, it's believed that communication attempts require energy output that can be picked up by various ghost hunting tools. Okay. So that's what the Night Stalker group saw lighting up when they were calling out these soldiers' names in the dining room. Lots of other stuff. Um, Doors closing by themselves. uh, That's been caught on video. Of course, people have heard footsteps in all the places where no one was walking, and it was, you know, inexplicable. Um, Bells will ring upstairs when no one's up there. There's also a spirit of a spy who dressed up as a woman with the nickname Sue Mundy, but his real name was Jerome Clark. So that's what they call him. The spirit that they believe is still around. And he mostly stays up in the attic where they think he died. And they have his gun on display in the museum. And so they think that his spirit might just be attached to that gun. Now, I was perusing the Octagon Hall Facebook page, just seeing what people were saying about it in the comments. And, I mean, people are really excited about the paranormal activity and doing the overnights. There are so many comments. Um, For example, somebody said, quote, I've had so many life-changing experiences there. Uh, Someone else said, quote, We were there a couple weeks ago. The shadow kept playing back and forth. A chair at the table tilted back on camera and Mary Elizabeth answered some of us in the basement. The place was active with several other very interesting things. They offer several different ways to experience Octagon Hall. You can just go during the day during regular museum hours and they'll give you a tour and then you can kind of roam around on your own uh, all through the house, all through the grounds, which is really cool the the autonomy they give you and just like taking it all in on your own. Um, You could also go to their Facebook page and catch the announcements for guest speakers and novice ghost hunts, VIP ghost hunts. There are all sorts of different ways to see this place. Um I haven't watched any of the ghost hunting uh, like cable TV shows, but if you want a good feel for it, I'll put a link to some of the YouTube videos people have done. Um, some of them are kind of long, but they they'll record like their entire overnight. so you can see some of the stuff that goes on there. Another thing I didn't mention in the first episode, but that may have stirred up some paranormal agitation is that when Andrew Caldwell died, he was buried with his first wife, Elizabeth, and their children in their plot. But when Harriet, the second wife, died like 50 years later, her will stipulated that he was to be dug up and buried next to her. So they did, they exhumed him and they reburied him in Bowling Green's Fairview Cemetery so i can't imagine how the ghost of elizabeth his first wife felt about that i don't know i thought it was interesting um (laughs) and then the last thing about octagon hall is that it goes a little bit beyond the paranormal into the cryptid and beyond so octagon hall is built on the 37th parallel also known as the UFO Highway and the Paranormal Highway. The history of this line on the map is riddled with anomalies and just the strangest stuff. Um, Also on the 37th parallel, you have the Pentagon, Los Alamos, the Four Corners, Aztec, New Mexico, Death Valley, the Grand Canyon. And outside the U.S., it runs along other areas where UFOs have been sighted, It runs along Fukushima, Japan, site of the 2011 earthquake and nuclear disaster, and it runs right along the border between North and South Korea, just to give you some examples. Um, It would take me all day to explain to you all the weird stuff that has happened along this 37th parallel, but I encourage you to look it up on your own if you haven't heard about it. It's a conspiracy, but it's an entertaining one. But yeah, Octagon Hall was built and sits right on it. Um, and so does Mammoth Cave. I mean, it's a it's a big area. So, when Bear really opened up to me, he also mentioned sightings of dogmen, Bigfoot, UFOs, portals. Uh, he said that folks have called the hall the Skinwalker Ranch of Kentucky. He also mentioned something about helicopters that was fascinating, but won't be repeated here because I don't want him to get in any trouble and I don't need to be put on a watch list either. So that's, I'm going to stop there. And once again, if you want to know more about Octagon Hall, you can visit their website, www.octagonhallmuseum.com. Thanks for listening. And until next time.